Hey guys, it's Danny K. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. We greatly appreciate it. If you guys didn't see, we made some affiliate links for Humble Bundle, which we were going to talk about this week, but we totally forgot. So if you want more information, uh, listen to the file before this one in the feed so you guys know what's going on with our Humble Bundle affiliation. I want to give a big thank you to our guest this week, Matt Nemeth from entertainmenttalk.org. It was really fun to have him on the show. Go check out his stuff. Links will be down below, including his Twitter handle. I want to give a big shout out to KDK Weekly. They've been sending us a lot of support and we just love their show. Go to their Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash KDK Weekly. Give them a follow and let them know that I sent you. If you guys are listening to this when it comes out, then make sure you have your stories in tomorrow, October 25th, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. For more details, come over to the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash DannyK, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E, and get your story in if you want to win a $20 Steam gift card. Other than that, guys, enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money. I am your host, Danny K, but I have to, well, one of your hosts. Let me swap things around here. There we go. We can see beautiful faces. You guys can hear me, right? Hello. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Awesome. So like I said, this is Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about uh, games to waste your time on and not your money. Like I said, I am one of your hosts, Danny K. I also have a co-host with me today. Hi. Hi, that's me. I'm Brent. Hi, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Hello, welcome. And our special guest, Matt from EntertainmentTalk.com and his plethora of podcasts. How's it going, Matt? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for for inviting me on the show. Uh, it's EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, just to just to be on the uh, oh for that there. Um, but yes, uh, thank you for having me on the on the podcast. Yes, Dude, thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, thank you. And uh, for those who don't know, he is from across the pond. That isn't that isn't just an act. Hence, why uh, for his image we have Liam Gallagher uh, in place of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! So yeah, how are you guys doing today? Or Dude, I'm doing great. I can't complain. Yeah. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, doing good. I yeah. should I should thank Matt real quick because I'm pretty sure it's late over there. What it's about two a.m. Uh, just one, yeah. Just one but, uh Yeah, that's that's all right at the moment. So, yeah. So, just a big thank you to him, cause you know, for staying up late <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm coming to be talk about. Completely honest, I actually forgot about that. It's something like, oh, you know, it's like seven. It's fine, <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, oh god, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, thank you for being here, bud. Yeah, right, thank you for having me. So, oh man, we should probably just kind of get into it. There's, um, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, right. I'm down, I'm good to go. Got some stuff to talk about here. Um, so <coughs> who wants to start? You guys want me to start just talking yeah, about the games? Sure, yeah, go for it, dude. Yeah, so we'll just uh, start talking about the games that we've played. Um, so I'm gonna do a quick little update on Dauntless. Uh, I haven't touched I hadn't touched Dauntless since the last time we talked about it on the show, which was back in what? Before Monster Hunter World came out. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like two At weeks least, before that, I believe. Yeah. That well it came out on PC, I should say. 
Right. So it's been a little while. There's been another uh, content update for Dauntless. Uh, for those who don't know, Dauntless is basically um, Dark Souls-y, Monster Hunter World-like game. Uh, you go on individual hunts with a team of four to go kill a monster. You get the pieces of the monster to make your weapons. Um, there's a couple different weapon styles uh, already. There was sword, there's hammer, there's axe, warpike, and chain blade. So there's already five weapons. Um, and they added a new weapon in called the Ostian Repeaters. Um, I guess I should say they also added in um, grenades in before. And now they added in these Ostian Repeaters, which are basically um, revolvers, like dual, like uh, akimbo revolvers that you that you shoot with. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the weapon system for them are really different from any other part of the game um so yeah. instead of like okay so like you in the other weapon styles basically any of them the chain blades the sword whatever you go collect pieces from a monster to make that monster's weapon and it might have some sort of elemental effect or whatever these are like modular so you only have like one set of ostian repeaters but then like you swap the barrels out and okay you just continually upgrade those barrels to do more damage and, and um, have different effects. So, okay, right on. Which is, which is interesting. It, like the more modular nature of these is a different mm -hmm. weapon system. And it makes me wonder if they're gonna develop like one or two more weapons for that system. Right. Um, you know, are they gonna make like a blunderbuss or something to that effect that will kind of match that? Um, match that system that they developed only for this one piece of content uh the game is in early access it's free to play early access it's in a beta build uh for pc um mm -hmm. so they do still have, have... A gameplay show for this oh or yeah. yes i do thank you Rafa, okay. for, for... <laughs> no problem i was wondering i was like i feel like i'm missing something here. yeah so uh this is from uh shadow strider so we can actually see the the in play here um, so right now we're actually seeing the quest and I'll be really honest. The quest system was really simple, uh, and like, <laughs> wasn't super difficult. The quests in here aren't hard. It's like, oh yeah, go kill this particular monster. Mm -hmm. The thing that made I'm me happy, thing, by the way, sorry. No, that's good. Oh, there. Um, okay, the... I was like, yeah, oh, all right, I'm there just, we go. <laughs> I'm just on the ball. Um, no worries. It's all good. But you didn't... So, what? like, for the axe and the war pike in this game, you had to go ahead and, like, make your smithing level. And I think that's just, like, part of the tutorial nature of how they're doing things. It's, mm -hmm. You know, the, the whole game is a tutorial to get you to, like, really difficult boss battles. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that's why they did the... Like, I think it's, like, level 5 uh, weapon smithing for axe level 10 weapon smithing for warpike because you they wanted you to learn different weapons and learn how to you know weapon smith and stuff like that this is like oh yeah no we just give you the the austin repeaters you just have to learn how to use them in order to get different barrels and how we're going to teach you how to use them is you have to go fight different monsters so there's okay. three as far as i know so far there's three barrel or there's four barrels as the regular neutral damage barrel there's the fire barrel, ice barrel, and electric barrel. The mm -hmm. uh, range on them isn't, like, great. Like, you're not sniping the monster from across the map, but they are the longest-range weapon. 
um, in the game, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the Warpike has, like, a ranged attack, but that's not, like, super far, or, that like, the distance, the accuracy at long range for that is not great. Right. Um, so, for these, basically, like, you're saying, like, mid to long range, long range and relative, being a relative term. Um, what's interesting is that the mechanically, it wants you to get close, because when you reload in order to get like the best reload possible, you have to be basically right on top of the monster. Um, to, uh, be fully charged. Like, and you'll see like your weapon, like shimmering with energy. Um, when you get like right on top of the monster and, um, and reload basically on top of the monster. Um, it has two other abilities. So you have your ultimate, which is just your right click. And it's like a big blast um yeah and then you have uh your q which uh charges over time and you can kind of see him like drop down like it appears to be a mine with like a sword over with a sword emblem over top yeah. um yeah so what happens with that is like i believe it increases your damage like something like uh 15 for like 10 seconds um okay which i actually found the best way to pair that is so you also another piece of your kit is your lantern which you can Mm -hmm. see like that fireball that he just dropped um that's part of the lantern and that particular lantern's effect which is the one i run um you have uh you have a hold and you have a quick click um hold click is when you drop like that uh that attack the quick click is a team buff which that happens to be speed. So I found like it increases your attack speed over time or for like another short 10 second burst or something like that. So Mm -hmm. pairing those two together on a high charge was incredibly effective. I found them like satisfied. I reloaded like basically on him. I would dodge out, um, hit Q and then hit the, you know, hit that at the same time and then walk up and just, you know, start nailing it in the face and satisfying every time because you're just like firing off these super high power charges uh right into the Mm -hmm. monster um overall i think it's a good content update it there's some things like optimization which we'll talk about this later we'll get into this later where there's a fine balance between optimization and content updates um and what that means for an early access game because the the topic we'll talk about later is how I think one early access game failed in the content update, but was super well optimized. Right. <clears throat> um, the one thing I'm noticing about those guns mm-hmm. is um, they actually have a lot of depth to them. Like I remember when I played this once before, we've, we've talked about this before. It's been a long time since I played this game, but <clears throat> I remember a lot of the weapons lacked a lot of depth. Yeah. And the general gameplay itself lacked a lot of depth, mm-hmm. but like, when you're talking about okay, it has it has two different like ults essentially. Mm-hmm. One you have like a team focused ability. You have like a bunch of these like different like effects that you can do. You can change out the like parts of your gun to fit a certain circumstance. Yeah, if you want it to like fit that, that's all really cool. I'm super down for that. Um, how how is this in terms of like power in comparison to everything else though? Because um... like that's a lot of good. Mm-hmm and not not a lot of bad like the worst thing is being really close but at the same time like we were even watching this guy solo 
boss right now yeah and he's doing totally fine yeah and i found i could solo um mid-range monsters as, as um with them which i'm not yeah. i'm not also that great um it so i would rank these in terms of weapons like people i think the general consensus of the community is that the hammer is the most effective weapon in the game because right. it breaks yeah. parts it staggers more easily um i think then followed by the axe sword war pike chain blades i would put these um probably i i'd put these above chain blades because when you look at the chain blade numbers in this game mm -hmm. and just talking to other people who know way more about this game than i do um chain blades are like the least effective weapons when you look at them numerically like they are not viable weapons they're fun for people right but they need but the devs from just kind of what i've heard from people is that people that they need to be made a little bit more viable through numbers that being said i think these are much more viable because they have the opportunity to do more damage and they do more damage yeah. depending on your range and the buffs that you apply uh in any given moment um and the and the rate of attack you know the dps of these is much you know the rate is better than the chain blades um right <clears throat> the only thing the chain blades really have is uh accuracy doesn't matter as much um with mm -hmm. the chain blades and the speed you get with the chain blades uh is a nice bonus as well um you kind of get like a little bit more of a dash dodge that um you know gives you you know some you know more flexibility than yeah. doing a roll um, yeah that's what i was honestly thinking when i saw the gameplay well like that was the first thing that like caught my eye was like it's a lot faster pace than i remember any other like real skill set being in uh dauntless <clears throat> yeah at least from when i played but uh yeah so yeah that's kind of it and like even on this guy's system it look mm -hmm. you know one thing i kind of wish like i said they kind of optimize a little bit better because when i'm in the hub world who it chugs it's not it's not great once i'm in the game yeah. though the game it's it's good but it's a little it's a little rough um yeah it's rough in hub world i can understand that it was the exact same way when i played it too that was yeah. one of like the big uh downers for me personally the there's, gameplay itself felt fine yeah there's another like little secret that i found in uh in the hub world though there's a hidden statue like a three-eyed, like raven behemoth-looking statue, um, mm -hmm. that's in the sewers. It's very, very huh. strange. I like. I tried to do like a little quick search last night, or the uh, yeah, yesterday on my stream. I tried to do a quick search of it. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't find anything. Like I, people found it. People have posted pictures of it. Uh, they've like decoded some stuff around it, but there's not like an explanation for it. I don't think, unless I'm crazy. Um, which is entirely possible. I am a crazy man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am I am insane. Um, oh man! But yeah, it's been an interesting update, and I don't know if I talked about grenades um, yet either. But the grenades are pretty okay. They're not my favorite thing mm -hmm. in the world. They're a little. I mean, they're difficult to use because that's you know not something you should just rely on. You only get five in a match um really to me a grenade is like you have like two people down and you need to um you need to lay down a little extra damage 
uh, in order to like make up for that. That's kind of what grenades are, and you have to time it perfectly because uh, the monsters move a lot. It's just like how the uh, fireball um, lantern effect right. is not all that great yeah. because the monster will move by the time it explodes more often than not. You got to time it right. Um, which I mean, the, these games are nothing but combat timing. And, you know, that's part of the, just the game, how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I think it's a good addition. Um, good content update. I'm kind of curious because they built an entirely new system around these weapons. I'm curious to see if they're going to add anything to it. Um, by the way, uh, right there, when you see him reload, that's the, you know, like full effect. And you, you can see the uh, damage is increased there. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. This this is a lot more depth than I uh, remember any other weapon being. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more stuff happening, and I am super down for that. Yeah. I think, Like I said, I think it's a good content update. I think it's a good gameplay update, you know. Yeah. It's Yeah, for sure. It's definitely what the game needed, I think. Um, and I'm not quite sure where the devs think they are in, in getting a, a completed build for this. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't follow their dev notes or anything like that, so I'll have to like double check that, and maybe I'll come back with that next week. Right. I don't know if they think they're halfway through, a quarter of the way through, or what. Um, but it's, you know, still early access. It, it does need some technical work behind the scenes, cleaning some things up and making it better for for people. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's that update. I mean, that's kind of it. I I like yeah. it. I I appreciated it. Um, yeah, Matt, do you have any experience with this game at all? Uh, no, I've I've never seen or already played it before. Um, in terms oh, of like okay. free, in terms of like free to play games and and PC and stuff like that, uh, that's not really oh, where yeah. where I tend to like play games and stuff. Um, right. My impressions on on kind of seeing this gameplay is a bit of like uh, sort of Dark Souls or Monster Hunter meets a bit of. Yeah. I'm sensing a bit of like Horizon Zero Dawn in there, just the way you're like taking down this big sort of beast. I know in Horizon Zero Dawn it's big. Uh, robot dinosaurs and stuff but like um you right. spoke earlier about like doing big damage and stuff and that that when you said that that really reminded me of um in horizon zero dawn when you're like shooting more of your special arrows at the at the robots and you're like getting chunks to fly off of of the thing and causing it more damage so it reminds me of a lot of uh of those sorts of fights and stuff um but yeah uh, it, it looks good i mean it's again not in my kind of like wheelhouse uh right. and my my laptop would, would never be able to run something like this um yeah which is which is kind of funny um yeah w- with the laptop it's more just you know focus on on the podcast and stuff uh because i, yeah. I uh, funny story i did try to run um just Fortnite the other day i was like i, I know this game's free i know i can mm-hmm. log in on my uh, epic account um, I did have to download uh, the Epic app and then Fortnite itself. It, it ran terribly, but I was kind of expecting it to. I was like, right. I don't think this is going to work, but I just want to try it just to see what it's like. Um, so yeah, PC gaming has never kind of been, like I said, in my wheelhouse, but uh, it looks interesting. So yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. I actually don't know if they have any like console announcements for this at all. I haven't seen any. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is okay. a, this does make me want to ask a question real quick for Matt um okay have you looked into the like google project stream or the uh um, what is it x stream from microsoft or x cloud x cloud x cloud yeah yeah i know they're doing something with uh assassin's creed the odyssey with the with the google chrome stream i haven't looked into it or tried it myself um but i heard okay. that you have to get like invited through a beta 
to get involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Jared Petty. He was talking about it on the uh, the games cast. Were kind of funny, and he said it worked like flawlessly. Like granted, I, he probably ran it on the better PC than what I've got, but uh, right. he said he just like logged straight in kind of thing, and it it, it worked pretty seamlessly. Because I've always kind of. In terms of this like streaming future that we've got coming up, or or potentially right. com- got coming up, because uh, Microsoft have talked about um, potentially having two different like types of consoles, one one being a streaming only thing. Uh, I've been very kind of skeptical of that sort of future, um, mm-hmm. and with uh, my my kind of experience with that only comes in sort of like PlayStation Now, which uh, it, again that didn't really run properly, and I know in the world uh, people have either got like no access to internet or have worse internet than me. Um, so I, I'm a bit skeptical of that kind of future. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's completely understandable. I kind of feel the same way to be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> because I mean, it's kind of hard for me to think, I, I think I've talked about this before, at least on my stream, my internet's not like the greatest, but it's still really good. Um, and can, right. you know, but I also had some of the best internet in the country. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I came from I, I from where I'm living now. I was in one of the only municipal, municipally owned internet service providers um, in the country. One of like six, so much so that when Obama announced his, you know, some of his internet plans, he did it in the town I was living in. Um, okay, which might be giving All like right. a little too much information away about myself, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, um, man. So yeah, I, I, so I always have to like kind of remind myself. Oh wait, no, not everyone ha- could move to a town that has municipal. Right. Some of the best, you know, where everywhere is fiber, it's city owned. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because mm. even for me personally, my uh, my initial experience with internet was dial up to DSL, which is not much better than dial up. Let's be real here. And mm-hmm. then uh, to charter and charter in comparison to any of those other options is like 10 miles above it (laughs) and it's still probably not great enough but like oh my god it's like a whole new world's opened up to me (laughs) oh man um so yeah i mean that's kind of what i have on dauntless in terms of this update um yeah they they do need to really good it was a it's a fun update i think it's good uh good content uh update mm-hmm. and a good mechanics update like i said though they need to kind of start maybe thinking about doing a little bit more optimization behind the scenes um where if yeah. my pc is starting to get a little bogged down in the hub world yeah um, I, I think that's like the biggest thing they need to fix honestly i mean yeah. like you, you even kind of said it yourself and it makes sense um the actual like the area where you do most of your like real gameplay doesn't normally bog down too much no it at doesn't. least it shouldn't it, there's not a lot of things happening it's like you and maybe some particle effects versus a single guy it's yeah. not like anything crazy is going on but uh i totally agree i because i remember the hub world was horrible and I, I was running on a solid spec like computer and it was <laughs> not doing well well and that's <laughs> and that's kind of the thing that uh i'm like what I was a little annoyed with, it's like, well, it's not like that's where I'm doing the majority of my gameplay, but it's also really annoying to have right. to run because you have to go places in the hub world yeah. in order to yeah. upgrade your gear. Because the hub world in these sorts of games, for example, like Monster Hunter World, it's more of a tedium thing than anything. Yeah. That it's just like a thing that you have to do. You have to go get food. You got to like go get supplied. 
you just have to. That's what you do. Mm. You can't just go from like boss to boss to boss to boss. You can, but like you're missing out on a good portion of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah, so, you gotta like. I, I think making too. it so poorly optimized turns the tedium into just sheer raw frustration. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> exactly. it's horrible. That's that's like the least you don't want that experience at all ever, let alone in like the one spot where people don't really want to be anyway. <laughs> For the most part, it's just like, oh, great. They made the part that's already bad worse. Yeah. Cool. Props. <laughs> so I completely understand that. I totally I, I get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that, um, Ren, you played a game or do you want to let uh, Matt go next? Oh, I can go ahead. That's fine by me. Um, so I played, um, it just got recently released. I believe it was last week. It's called Infliction. It's an atmospheric style horror game. It's kind of, it's pretty much like a spiritual successor sort of game to Layers of Fear. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it has the almost the exact same feel to it. Um, and it was only at like $17, $18. It's at 10% off right now just because it just got released. And it turns out, because I was curious myself, um, I knew it was an indie company, but I didn't really know how like large the indie company was. It's only one person. Okay. So like that, that kind of shocked me. There was like some... The game, the gameplay itself was good, but like you could definitely tell that it was indie just based on like its look and its presence. Um, but it was really solid. Um, what was it? There was there was a few issues that I ran into it with, and namely, it's because it's like a one person studio sort of thing, where like there's a lot of weird bugs, but none of them are particularly game breaking. The game will run totally fine. It runs really well, to be completely honest. I ran it on Ultra, and I didn't even, like, have an inkling of a problem with it running whatsoever. Um, But I don't know. It was really good. I I know I'm, like, selling it short right now by just being like, there was bugs, (laughs) there was all this. But for a game that recently got released, like, it was, like, first week released, and apparently, because I I did some research, um, the very first game, that they've ever made. Mm. So I wasn't like super surprised by any of this. Um, But all the bugs were relatively minor, realistically. There was a bug where I like, I was trying to hide and I like went up against a wall and I went through the wall. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. (laughs) It's like, okay, I'm gonna leave. Plot twist, Um, you were the ghost. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so, um so, so did you go into a room that was like outside of the game space or another room that you could go into like in the story do you get what i mean did yeah no, no i completely understand so basically the way that it went um i was i had to open up a safe and i had to find a code and i was also getting chased by the monster and oh god i'm i'm going over to the dresser to open it and I hear the monster coming. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to hide, like, next to this wall. And I start, like, going through the wall, and it completely, like, cuts me out of the room entirely. Like, I'm halfway in and halfway out, just sort of hanging around. And I'm like, what is happening? And uh, you could see, like, you could see, like, the la- like all the rooms, just, like, all in their own little sections. 
and I was like, oh god. But it didn't necessarily like cut me from one room to another. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of like it put you in like the space, the abyss of games. And yeah. Anyway, anyway, all all that out of the way. The gameplay itself was actually really good. I was really impressed. Um, the atmosphere was incredibly solid. It starts off really strong. That was what I realized was like when I first played it, I was like this. I, I was expecting like, OK, um, $17 horror game. Never heard of it before. I haven't really heard much about it. And I, I'm not expecting like a lot. It'll, it'll be OK. And I got into it and I was really, really impressed. It was actually a really solid game. The atmosphere was on point. Some of the like actual like horror itself was really good. Um, the depth of the actual story was relatively okay at the start. Um, I don't know. I, I really was like, for, for the first five hours that I played it, I was like, yes, absolutely, totally worth like the 18 bucks I spent on it. Um, when I came to it on Monday, I played it on Friday. When I came to it on Monday, I started having a different opinion. It felt like they got more rushed, like towards the end and they just wanted to like Mm. finish it. And mm. you could definitely like I could feel it because that was where all the bugs really started happening. Was it they all started happening towards the end. The gameplay itself was still there, but there were like a little bit of problems. Um But that being said, the the dev is super like he's super talkative and super discussive about the problems that are in the game. Like mm. I, I noticed he was really, really into the social media aspects. So whenever I'd like talk about why I'm streaming, I'm streaming the game. I'd get like, like and retweet every time. And I'm like, wow, okay, all right, <laughs> cool. And I go and check it. He's doing it for everybody. And like people have like a random question like, hey, I tried to get into the safe, but the combination's really hard. And he's like, I totally understand. I, I didn't think about that part. I'm going to change that in like the next patch I'm making right now. And uh, I was like, okay, right on. So I feel like a lot of the bugs are going to get like kinked out really fast. To be completely honest, he seemed really like positive about any like negative criticism or anything like that. And I was just like, wow, that's that in itself is really cool. You don't really see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I know I kind of just ranted on it. But that being said, with all that being said, I was really still impressed by the game itself. It definitely had a really, like, solid Layers of Fear vibe. It even reminded me a little bit of Observer. Um, I know, Danny, you played that a little bit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it had, like, this... It was really focused on having a strong atmosphere, and it wasn't so much focused on, like, jump scares. I'm scary because, you know, I'm just a jump scare. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really anything like that. I was really, really impressed. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I I was really, really, I was just shocked about how good it was. So let me get some like cohesive thoughts out of you quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, So I I know I was kind of all over the place on this one, for sure. (laughs) You're talking about like hiding and stuff like that. Is this like one of those like outlast run and hide for the monster? Or is this um try to like outsmart the monster or fight the monster or whatever and get through it's it's more like outlast the the like hiding mechanic is a lot more like outlast than like actually fighting Mm -hmm. there is a sort of mechanic that like you'll eventually get a camera and Mm -hmm. if you like take a picture of the ghost it'll disappear for a little bit but then it gets really really mad and just starts hunting you down okay so like you gotta just dip and hide immediately after you do that Mm mm-hmm um 
but it's a lot more it's a lot more like outlast gameplay where you're trying to like hide and not get caught that's like your goal okay um but yeah next question for you then is go for it what i'm kind of looking at this it seems to be set present time Mm -hmm. what sort of aesthetics if like you could like we'll just say like uh keyword um or key tags here like give me tags for the aesthetics yeah give me like Um, five tags you would apply to this uh (laughs) satanic okay um ritualistic uh atmospheric um flashbacks okay because this is like it's it looks like it's in the present Mm -hmm. it definitely does but there's a lot of like flashbacks back and forth to like different points in time Mm -hmm. um flashbacks or time travel revenge it's flashbacks it's flashbacks okay it's definitely flashbacks yeah okay uh but yeah I, so, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't done like a particularly good job describing this game, mm-hmm. but it, it really was solid. Basically, the way that the game starts you off, you don't really have much detail about your character. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically told, um, hey, I left something in the house. This is your wife telling you this. I left mm-hmm. something in the house. I need you to go get it. Um, call me when you uh, get it and then come back. And it's like it's just like a plane ticket to go somewhere, but uh, you end up finding out that like this is not like your first wife. This is your second wife, and apparently this isn't this isn't really a spoiler or anything. This actually happens relatively like soon into the game. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you murdered your wife in this house, and like now she's out for revenge, and that's basically it. This this all happens like not even an hour in. It's not really a spoiler, mm-hmm. um, especially for a game that's like eight nine hours long. Yeah, well, this but, that's uh, the hook. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I haven't done like a particularly great job describing it, but I had a great time playing it. It's a lot. If you played PT or if you've heard about PT, there's a lot of um, oh PT. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of moments like that where it's like a repeating room, but different, like just different aesthetics or things happen differently. Or like that that's kind of where the time travel comes in. So like the time- you'll, you'll start the room and right now it's totally like normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you'll flash back to a point where like, I think we even saw the baby's room. The baby's crib is just destroyed. Everything is all thrown like about. Um, all the lights oh, are wow. broken. Uh yeah, you'll like, uh, yeah, you'll find a room where it's just like a bunch of satan, like it's just a locked room, and then randomly one of the times it like is unlocked and you go in and it's like a bed with a whole bunch of uh, crosses above it, mm-hmm. and there's like chains and stuff, and you're like, what is happening here? What is going on? I don't know. I think it's one, it's one of those games where you more so need to experience it for mm-hmm. yourself than it, anything. It's like Observer in that way. Like you gotta... yeah. Like, you can't explain the trippy nonsense that happens in these games. You gotta just see it. I did see there's a Gone Home reference in there. It looks like there's a lot of references. Yeah, yeah, there definitely was. Um, There was even... I. So you can interact with pretty much everything on this. Mm -hmm. That was one thing that I thought was, like, really interesting. Um, 
I found a TV in the living room and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch TV. And I didn't expect it to actually work or anything. <laughs> and I, I find the remote and I turn it on and it's cooking with Massimo. And like, it's this guy that totally doesn't know how to cook at all. But he's just all like, I'm going to make spaghetti. And like, he's like, I don't need these noodles. Get rid of that. We don't need that. I'm just going to pack all the meat into a roll. Ta-da. And it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> what is going on? It's definitely a game filled with a lot of Easter eggs, mm -hmm. for sure, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I nice. thought it was a blast. I actually thought it was a great time. Looks like a good spoon. Yeah, this, yeah. this uh, sounds like something a lot more up my street. Um, I do like sort of horror and mystery, and, and if they're tied together, then that that's great as well. Uh, of course, we yeah. all miss PT, and we know what happened there. Um, <laughs> right. I haven't played. I haven't played Laser Fear myself. I know it was a. It was a games of gold. Um, at one point, it's probably still on my Xbox somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't played Outlast. I did watch um, some let's plays of it though, and it did look quite good. Um, yeah. I thought about jumping into Outlast too, but apparently, it wasn't as quite as good as the first. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, this is something I, I, I would possibly uh, check out. So, um, yeah, if it's like you you go around and interact with stuff and, and you're maybe being chased by something, um, yeah, yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah, and I do believe they – I did uh, do a little bit of research. Um, it's not currently out for any consoles or anything. It's just on Steam right now, but they are planning on doing a PS4 release at some point in the oh, future. Nice. Oh, nice. That definitely cool. is happening. They did talk about that. But, uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, this looks like good. This looks like it'd be just, you know, like, uh, I know Observer is on basically everything. It doesn't look like it'd be mm -hmm. any more intense or, like, no, no. hard or anything this like that. This game actually so, is. Yeah. yeah. How, old, it, how old is uh, Observer? Um, let's see. That I want to say 2015, but I'm actually not sure. Well, actually, mm. I just opened I, up the I'll wiki. I'll check out then, maybe. Let's see. Um, 2017. 2017, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. That one's a really solid game as well, yeah. for sure. Cool. Um, so just another yeah. good trippy story-based horror game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, that's pretty much like mm. the base. It's really hard to just like talk about it. You even said it yourself with games like this, especially where it's a lot of like travel back and forth, and like it sounds like they gave you just like the end at the beginning, and mm -hmm. that's because there's just more going on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it makes it hard to talk about, but I, I definitely vouch for it for right now. Uh, it's solid. I, I wasn't like upset. I, I definitely would have thrown down like 20 bucks for it. Mm. 100%. But, awesome. uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Well, Matt played a game or as, uh, yeah, done, done more. <laughs> um, <laughs> What'd you play? Um, so I played the uh, the heist DLC that came out for uh, for Spider Man, the, the PS4 obviously exclusive that, that came out. It's been very successful apparently, um, it, from like tweets and stuff that I've read. Um, yeah, so this is basically I won't like spoil anything, but I'll give basic like story details and, and stuff like that. It's uh, to do with Black Cat, and uh, she's like doing her usual crime stuff, stealing jewelry, stealing paintings, and all that kind of stuff. And you're you're tracking her down and stuff. Um, the story goes to some surprising places. Um, the the first like thirty minutes or hour or so, I wasn't like feeling it quite so much. But then once like 
you kind of find out more about the story and the plot and it introduces a few more stakes and stuff um i started to get into it a lot more um just uh, from my background on on spider-man stuff grew grew up like following the, the character and stuff and watching the films and all that kind of stuff uh so he's very much like the childhood superhero with all like the nostalgia and stuff there as well um w- which is really good uh see so yeah, i really really like the game as well um i think that they nailed the gameplay for the, for this as well with with like the main story as well um which of course uh, you know the game came out on september 7th um funnily enough the uh the um what's it the, the new game plus came out like a few days days before i think it was on um on on friday like last week uh, and i finished it like just before this dlc was ready so I sort of finished the main, uh, the, the new game plus. Uh, I just went for story this time, and in terms of the uh, tro- the new trophies you get for new game plus, um, you only you only have to go for like the main story, and you uh, also have to do it on. Um, I think it's called spectacular difficulty if you want to get one of the other trophies. But I finished that, finished the story, and then the uh, the DLC was kind of ready, so I just moved straight on into that. Um, there's two trophies with that as well. Uh, no, there's a few trophies with that. Um, basically the same kind of thing like a hundred percent the map um you don't have to do this one on on uh on the highest difficulty you can do it on whatever you want um some of the new um challenges and side missions are surprisingly difficult um with like if you want to get like the highest score and stuff um but with the uh with one of the trophies that you have for um one of the challenges that are there you only have to get like the middle score and stuff um i I was trying the the challenge like again and again and i was i I just didn't know how to get like the highest score for it 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 seems i don't know you almost like run out of time or you have to do it like really perfectly or something um they introduce a new like time trial based thing as well it's similar to the same kind of um side mission or, or whatever you want to call it uh from the main game but it's like different with with, with some different stuff in there um it uses the same mechanic uh that you use to defeat um electro in the in the main story um which is when you have to web the uh, electric electrical things um so that was quite good as well uh but no they just did a really good job with it and um this the this new i guess you would call it episode because there's three that are coming out um, I think it's October, November, and December. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's about I want to say five-ish hours long, roughly. Um, and if you're in, at least from the UK pricing, uh, if you pay sixteen pound, uh, that gives you access to the three that are they're upcoming. So that's not just for one of them; that's for all three. So that's I guess a bit like a season pass, pass if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But no, they've they've done a really good job with it. There's also um, in in this new DLC, there's also some like hints as to um like like kind of f- further set up to like some of the future stuff that they set up at the end of the main story, if that makes sense. So at the end of the main story, they set up certain things, and then uh, a couple of them in this DLC get like pushed a bit further, um, and it kind of teases it a bit more. So I, I found that quite exciting uh, with some of the stuff that they they do there. I won't spoil which parts of the story they do that with, um, but I found that really interesting as well. So yeah, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I just remember because we talked about this a little bit before uh, the stream actually started. Um, yeah, I was so shocked that the uh, that the DLC came so early because it feels like it's only been out for a month, really. Mm. And yeah. like the immediate DLC, I don't know. I heard I heard about that coming out yesterday, and I was just like, no way, wait, what? That was so fast because <laughs> I'm normally used to most games just being like three months. Yeah, and you might get one. And it's all like one month. 
Well, it's also and we're going to talk about three yeah. <laughs> different things. It's one of those things where I also kind of I'm like, well, some people certainly haven't beaten the game yet. Like you know, uh, I would assume a lot of people with PS4s um, probably mm -hmm. have kids and jobs and uh, additional things, and probably haven't been able to beat the full game yet. So to see um, that an episode already came out, or you know, this DLC already came out. That's kind of like another big shock where maybe not everyone was able to digest the you know main part of the game yet, um, mm -hmm. the standalone version of the game. Um, yeah, well, one of one of the weird kind of pacing things, and I I talked about this in in the review and stuff that I did with uh, my co-host David, um, was like because I wanted to like really take my time with this game and stuff. Obviously, I spoke about like the the childhood nostalgia and how much I love the character and how all that ties in. I'm like, okay, we've been waiting for this game what two, three years or so. And then because uh, the game came out on the Friday, it was like the, that that week was really long. It's like I just want Spider Man to get here and then that, that kind of thing. Because you're like zipping around the city so fast and like going, you know, literally zipping forward and swinging fast. I constantly felt like I was rushing the game. Um, mm -hmm. because I was just traveling so fast. I wasn't trying to do like the, the missions themselves or anything fast. I was like, okay, there's plenty here for me to do. There isn't like too much or too little. Um, but yeah, because because one of the, of course, like ideas with the gameplay is they wanted you to sort of uh, not slow you down and wanted to like help you travel uh, faster with all the different uh, traversal mechanics. Um, yeah, it was weird. It, it felt like I was just zipping through the city from one quest to another and just really quickly doing stuff. So it was weird. Yeah. Hmm. Um, somebody, uh, at, I guess they kind of said something where they they're feeling like this might've been withheld content since you played into the new game plus and then played this as well. Do you feel like this was like, this could have been in the original package of the game or not? Um, well, uh, with, um, with this being kind of black cats, uh, story and stuff or, or part of her DLC story, you do have, um, Part of another story in in the main game, which which involves her, is something very different, um, and it kind it kind of connects to this a little bit. There's certain mechanics that get, that get used again, um, but no, I felt like uh, in terms of the main game and stuff, um, like I said, I think they put in like just the just the right amount. It didn't overstay its welcome, and it wasn't like too short either. It wasn't like a you know a quick Call of Duty campaign or something like that. Or um, right. like with the with the DLC being the five to six hours. And the main game being, I think, uh, 12 or 18, depending on how quickly you're, like I said, going through the city and stuff. Um, I felt like, no, that this is like additional content rather than uh, things that were left out. Because the, the story itself feels kind of like a, it is a continuation in terms of the timeline. Um, right. Or, or I feel like, or I feel like it takes place afterwards, given uh, how it connects back to the main story. But no, it feels like a, its own kind of episode. So, yeah. Okay. I can understand that because mm -hmm. I was even thinking to myself, I was like, I don't, I mean, like personally for me, if this was actually like withheld content, I would rather it be DLC. So that way, like I don't get half, like half finished, like random plot that doesn't really make sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially if they're doing it as an episodic thing, it wouldn't really necessarily make sense to just be like, no, we'll, we'll just release it like it is. And then this plot won't make sense. <laughs> it's just like what it would be. So I don't know. I, I do feel like it's better to just release it as like episodic content. And then because you you said too that it's like it's 20 bucks USD or like 16 mm. uh, 
um oh my god pounds. uk pounds yeah uk pounds thank pounds you pounds sterling excuse me don't mind me <laughs> um but that's for like all three and i don't know i feel like if they just released this with the game it wouldn't make a lot of sense mm -hmm. it just wouldn't it probably wouldn't lead anywhere that would be my thought um mm. It does kind of feel but, like, hey, you you played the main story a little while ago, like you said, not too too long ago, and hey, here's here's a little bit more for you, kind of thing. Right. Um, in terms in terms of uh, the structure of it, this again, I won't spoil anything, but I want to talk about how the episode kind of structures itself. Um, you get a certain thing that happens in the story, and then you get a to be continued screen, um, and then it comes up with the credits, and you you can skip them and get the uh, the after credit scene, which you have. Uh, the same thing happens in the, in the main story. You finish that, and then you get your you actually get two after credit scenes in the main game, um, and then yeah, you can you can skip that, and then you get the after credits bit, uh, and then it takes you back to like you know the, the main city and stuff, um, and then it, it lets you do the uh, the side bits after as well. Uh, when they had like two be continued thing, I thought it was just gonna like completely cut there, but it gives you. Like slightly more after, so it's like part of the cliffhanger, but the characters kind of mm -hmm. talk about the cliffhanger a little bit. So um, yeah, I feel like I feel like they did it just right. And like with with the next episode or part of this story being a month or so away, it doesn't feel like ridiculous, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can totally understand that for mm -hmm. sure. It's not like when you finish when you finish a, a show or something and it finishes on a cliffhanger. It's like oh, the next season is six months away or, or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, cool. So I mean, um, here this is what we'd almost call like a Spider-Man itself would be like a quarterly purchase. Uh, kind of how we describe it for people like on a budget. Um, you know, this is the purchase you make. You set aside every um, three or four months, kind of depending on your on your you know how much you're making or you know how much you're you know trying to save or whatever um would you say because these this dlc the pack is for all three it's twenty dollars right or is it twenty dollars or 16 pounds um for just the one story do you do you know that's for the for the three of them yeah okay so um okay so to me just like right away that adds value that you're taking a sixty dollar yeah. purchase and at making that essentially an eighty dollar purchase USD. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that would end up being pounds. Um, but yeah, okay. No, actually, I can probably get. I can get behind that, especially if you're on. If you're on, well, you have to be on PS4. But you know, if this is like your one purchase for the quarter, the quarter this time of year, mm. right? Um, I can actually get behind that. I mean, that seems like it's quite a bit of value. Yeah. The, that's kind of how I feel about it, mm -hmm. because yeah, I don't know. I don't think twenty dollars is I, particularly bad, no. especially like you're even saying it's gonna be released once a month, and that's that in itself. Like if it was once every two months or something like that, like release dates for things like that matter. That's mm -hmm. just a thing. So having it being like that's pretty quick. Yeah, like that's pretty speedy for DLC. So <laughs> just having like yeah. three of them back to back to back. And like a month isn't like I'm saying a month isn't a lot of time. Like you're gonna finish it and then you're probably still gonna remember everything and then just be totally fine to just go right into the next episode. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Twenty minutes is not bad at all. And then I can imagine they're gonna do some sort of game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the year, yeah. you can just yeah, maybe probably, get a, yeah. get a reduced price or something like that. Get it for seventy bucks instead of eighty dollars for 
game plus episodes. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, th- I think um, I saw this in like a, I think in a Facebook group yesterday when everybody was kind of in the process of downloading it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw someone go on like the the individual story, and you can buy it for. I think it was listed as six pound. I can't confirm that. I can't m- remember quite what what was shown on the screen. But like this person hadn't bought the, I guess the season pass version, which I had. And um, yeah, I think he just viewed uh, the the heist, the episode itself individually. Uh, I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure if that is the case, but um, I think that's what I remember seeing. But yeah, if you want to buy the whole thing, you can you can do that as well. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts that we want to get out on this right now? We're we good to move on? I think I think we might be good to move yeah. on. Matt, you have oh, anything else you want to add? I should say. Uh, no, I'm just excited to see how they finished the rest of the story. Um, and like you know, obviously there's going to be a Spider-Man two, um, probably a PS5 launch uh, game. That would be a pretty good game to to or one of the games to. Uh, launch the ps5 with in 20 20 incredible. whatever yeah 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 okay um so we're gonna move on to some news or news-esque things uh first being one that pertains more to me than uh, i think either of these guys <laughs> um and people who have been watching me since i've started streaming uh Splash Damage has announced that Dirty Bomb will no longer be um, developed. Um, hmm. So, yeah, okay, so I guess I should explain if, if Matt doesn't know what uh, Dirty Bomb is. Dirty Bomb is a free-to-play uh, first-person shooter on uh, PC. Um, it's more like... Uh, it's kind of like uh, Overwatch in a way, where it's character based, oh. but it has, um, it has uh, more like Call of Duty aspects to it in terms of movement. Uh, did you ever play okay. a game or see a game called Brink? Uh, yeah, I remember buying that in high school, being really excited for it and being really disappointed. <laughs> so okay, same developers um, with yeah. the, with the. You remember how Brink had parkour? Yeah, that that was really really good part of it. Um, they, yeah, there was other aspects that, that disappointed me with it. So they actually <laughs> fleshed it out better. Uh, it's the same developer. It's uh, Splash Damage. Uh, same developer. Uh, they fleshed out the uh, parkour better. Um, this is where I've met a okay. lot of friends. Uh, I started streaming in January, streaming exclusively this game until I got fed up with uh, some stuff with the uh, developers but i you know i had good relationship with the developers i got twitch skins um i got they allowed me to do a giveaway with a knife but they announced uh last week that dirty that they're not going to do any more live updates they're not going to um they did their 1.0 release a little while ago and they're no longer going to work on developing the um game uh some of the resources i think are being pulled i think they're working on the new gears of war game um, and it just didn't seem like they generated enough interest. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to like talk a little bit about the early access games and like what you guys are looking for in early access games, because this game, I mean, incredibly well polished, um, ran well on a lot of things. You could, you know, 
do all sorts of uh, you know settings changes to make it run really well. On ultra settings, when I'm not streaming, I was running um, like 170 frames, which is way more than I needed. <laughs> um, wow. You know, hitboxes and everything, hit registry and everything like that was great in this game. The problem that ended up really happening was for a while there was no real. I started playing in 2015, right when uh, the second or the third sniper uh, called uh, Amy um was released and we didn't see a new character for another two years after that all the while mm -hmm. it being in early access and having the beta build tag at the bottom um and it or it had already been in open beta for like three or four months by the time i started playing mm -hmm. and like i said uh, just like in 2018 is when it um went to its 1.0 release that's how long this development was development was and it felt kind of like the game was and for all intents and purposes uh it was kind of in its final build for the most part they really didn't change much um from the you know 0 0.9 update to the 1.0 update what stunk right. or what felt like they like the miscalculation here was the lack of marketing um yeah I, I can totally understand that not a lot of people that i know even know about this game yeah like at all um i found this on a whim i i only played it for a little bit but i found it completely on accident <laughs> than more than anything it wasn't like i was just like looking up shooters and it's like oh look dirty bomb yeah no <laughs> it's just like oh look third page oh okay all right yeah and that's kind of the thing like the I don't know. Like I said, I, I played the hell out of this game. I have over 600 hours in Dirty Bomb. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't that great, but I could certainly have been an esports caster for this game had they gotten to that point. I actually really wanted that to happen. <laughs> um, it just got bad to where not enough content, like, and I kind of wanted to get into conversation with this, where not enough content was really coming out for this game to keep new players. Um, mm -hmm. And that was kind of it. Like, yeah, the game was polished uh the game was polished it ran well but it didn't seem like people yeah. <laughs> necessarily wanted that um yeah that was like a weird thing to me uh but it got you know it was critically acclaimed um i remember the way i learned about the game was from total biscuit um mm -hmm. may he rest in peace uh total yeah. biscuit talked about the game um a couple different times and talked about in like relation to I remember him talking about it like last year. Um, so, yeah, I was just kind of curious if you you know how you guys felt about like what devs in early access should be doing, especially in competitive games like this. Man, I don't know. So I'm I'm in the boat where like I don't I, not anymore. I don't really approve of early access in general. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan on it. I feel like for most of the time, it kind of just screws the devs over, mm. like in the long run, because you can't even see it yourself like here. It's released and like its lowers are normal than like lower than ever. Yeah. Because it's it's been released like just now, but like it's been available for mm. years and that's just been a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's first impressions. First impressions really like make or break something. So the people mm -hmm. that come in, and they're just like, oh, 
look, it's this game. It's cool, but it's definitely nowhere near complete. They'll probably just move on. I don't know. It's well, it's and it weird. and it makes me like it, it kind of begs the question because we're not like I think beta or open at or early access or whatever like that are kind of antiquated terms in a way because that's we it, we're in digital right we can install patches on a whim yeah we don't have to get discs shipped to us to fix something right um, right so it, to me it's just like. And uh, this guy, this is LCTR Games. Um, he even says in, at one point that they almost should have called the Containment War update 1.0 mm-hmm. uh, in terms of um, uh, in terms of really what the content was. Because the bulk of the content, the bulk of the the so like when I started playing, right, one new character, no new maps uh, until um, Dockyard came out, which was uh i think a solid year and a half another new character came or one new character came out called turtle which he was in the original e3 trailer he didn't come out until um i had already been playing for at least a year and a half um and then they started adding some new characters it seemed like they had a rush of characters at that point but i mean for all intents and purposes it felt like that was the one like amy to me was like 1.0 like Mm -hmm. oh yeah no we have the majority of the maps that we're gonna have for the lifespan of this game um we're gonna have the majority of mechanics like they like yeah they they fixed some mechanics like uh the proxy mines were were made differently and and nerfed um i think then there's some other criminal things that they did like how they changed uh phantom but i'll reserve my hatred for that later (laughs) um (laughs) Just an over. Listen, like if you're just gonna make a character that can turn invisible, at least give him some tells. And they had they had him mm-hmm. perfect before this most recent update, and it pissed off a lot of people. Um, it also seemed like the devs didn't care about the toxicity in the community that was rampant. Um, which, by the way, is how me and mommy and mommy mouthy, mama mouthy, uh, met. <laughs> me and mouthy met uh, through Dirty Bomb, and like I caught her on, I raided her on a bad night, and she was pissed. She's like, "I swear to God, if you're here to fucking troll me," <laughs> in in her uh, infinite um, sailor mouth. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of sad. I I did a stream last week. Uh, playing it and I just I don't know I wanted to kind of do like a memorial thing and kind of get your guys' opinions on early access and what devs need yeah. to think about because uh like we said to Dauntless I think Dauntless needs to maybe take a lesson here and and there were some other things that happened with uh with splash damage like they were bought by one company like Nexon or they were working with <laughs> Nexon and stuff like that um so yeah yeah, I I think you're right. I think it mostly comes down to uh, marketing, but I definitely feel like uh, we did. like being very consistent in patching is mm-hmm. huge. Like if you're gonna play the early access game, you got to be really consistent. And you have to have a ton of content. Yeah, well, like in... that's just that's the way that you get about it. And in terms of marketing, um, it was not. I mean, they they did weekly like dev videos, but that wasn't enough, and they didn't like. Yeah, they didn't pay people. They didn't like push this in front of streamers. When I when I am like the top streamer for a game, 
on mm-hmm. any given night, you know something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Oh, like, I was the top streamer for this game. Like, when I played for a while, um, I'd be the top streamer a lot of nights, which is mm-hmm. kind of sad, like I said. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's... For me personally, I don't even have a lot of experience with the game, and I don't real like realistically, I don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of existed. Like I've known somewhat about it, but I haven't really like. I don't know any of my friends that play it aside from you and Mama, mm-hmm. and like Proc. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Proc. But like even then, the majority of time, I don't really hear about it, and it makes sense. Like I don't expect you guys to just be like, "Oh man." D- dirty bomb though all the time <laughs> of course not but like yeah. for a game that's just like it i don't know i i heard nothing about it realistically yeah there's been so little talk about the game in general that it's just like it went under the radar in my eyes at least mm-hmm. yeah i mean with uh with this industry like and i guess the entertainment industry as a whole like constantly changing and technology constantly changing um it's going to be interesting to see like how early access and betas and and stuff like that go forward i mean uh, the fallout 76 beta is is like starting today so that's going to be interesting to see like how that goes and everything um mm-hmm. but no it's like I mean, yeah, you can have problems with like marketing and stuff as well. And I mean, there's just so many games out there already and stuff. Um, it it yeah. is hard for for companies to stand out, especially if you're like an indie dev or something. Unless, unless you um, are like inside or limbo, and you, and you end up being on on the Xbox and uh, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you're if you're a little indie dev or something, and you're making a game and you get uh, brought out at E3, like if you're um, Unravel or something. Um, then you you have a bit more of a chance of standing out. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's a marketing problem as well as like um, a quantity problem. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, I can't count them. I've lost count of the amount of times like on different podcasts. Uh, someone has said, "Oh, I've played this," and then the other person said, "Hey, just just haven't had time. I just haven't got to this and that yet." Uh, so yeah, there's I mean, and Red Dead's coming out what, at the end of the week, and that's going to be sixty odd hours. So. People are going to be uh, into that as well, so yeah, it, it's difficult to 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 kind of pull gamers in. Um, but like you said, marketing can be a uh, a a tough thing as well for them to do. So yeah, before we move on, because you mentioned something I want to talk about, I do want to just lay out some other just like facts for this dirty bomb thing. Um, they aren't getting rid okay. of the servers. Um, they they will have rentable servers available. Uh, so basically, as long as people are playing, um, servers are going to be available. Um, they're going to keep their other community stuff. They, they worked with face it to make some sort of competitive thing because ranked fell through because they didn't have enough player population, uh, to run any sort of ranked. So those are a couple things. Um, the game's not totally gone, but as long as, I mean, kind of as things go, I can't see this game having much of a future past, maybe a year, year and a half, if at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of yeah. it with uh, Dirty Bomb, but you mentioned something interesting. The Fallout 76 beta started today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen some gameplay. Mm-hmm. Watching the gameplay from a couple, like a week ago, was that when uh, some outlets yes. started being able to yeah. put out like an hour, three hours of Fallout gameplay, right? Yep. Um, that's correct. I'm not. I'm not super worried about it. It seems like it has 
it seems like it's going to be what I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which to me, I, I don't expect a Fallout game with this, right? I don't expect mm-hmm. the, the super high um, attention to detail with multiple stories, you know, the original, uh, the original Fallout's were you had three options: you had the violent option, the sneaky option, or the talk it through option. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think it's gonna have a bunch of that. I think this is going to be a Sea of Thieves like Fallout experience. Mm-hmm. Also, it has a bit more content, so yeah, than Sea true. of Thieves. It does look like it's going to have yeah. more content than Sea of Thieves. But that's that's also not hard to do. That's not hard to do at all. No. Oh, man. You need to have five stories. What a good slogan. <laughs> Better than Sea of Thieves. More content than Sea of Thieves. You need to have five stories for Sea of Thieves. Better than release Snowman Sky. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I mean, yeah. Just quick, just to quickly touch on No Man's Sky. I remember, like, because I when, when that game was released and announced, I didn't even like have a PS4, and I I had like some very mild interest. I was like, huh, exploration and space and stuff like that. It yeah. seems kind of interesting. And then the game completely fell apart and whatever. Uh, and then they came back. What was it? A year, two years later, or something? And they came back and um, they were like, hey, we're back. We have this and that and this and that to do. And I kept saying to people like, okay, this is all very interesting, but what does it lead to? What's the end game? And they're like, hey, it's basically Minecraft in space. And I was like, no. With I, no I, base building. No. <laughs> you, you, you've, you've, it's too late kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, but no, in terms of Fallout 76, um, yeah, going from kind of what you said, I think it's going to be basically a big like Fallout playground um, kind of where... Yeah. You know, there is not much story or no story or whatever the case is with this. Um, and it's going to be, you know, people teaming up and, and but yeah, basically just like um, almost a little bit like a, a battle royale kind of fallout situation. It, it kind of mm-hmm. seems like may, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, in terms of me, I, I don't have interest. And in, like I said, Red Dead's coming out in, in a few days and I'm going to be switching between basically that, the Spider-Man DLC and, and Spyro. So, and that's probably going to be the rest of my year. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if they had to come out and said like, we, we have some story stuff and maybe they'll add something late, later or whatever. Um, th- then I'll do that. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much my, my kind of take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, somebody, I don't chat- know. I'm, uh, just real oh, quick, uh, Matt, can you clarify, uh, Spyro, are you playing like a, a re, uh, a remaster or yeah the the remaster that's out uh next 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 month on the on the yeah. 13th, it's either the 13th or the 14th uh okay. they did come out with a launch trailer today uh which was kind of fun so uh i think yeah. that's out on the same day as hitman season two which uh both of them moved out the rear red dead and then they kind of bumped into each other so <laughs> you know <laughs> i'd say yeah you, you know a bunch of games are just like running for the hills with that release date with um yeah, with yeah. Red Dead, it's like get out of the way, run away. Um, <laughs> oh man, it's just like that. It's just like that scene from uh, Finding uh, Finding Nemo with the uh, what is it, the krill? Oh, <laughs> the krill. Where, like yeah. where they're looking at, him, they're like the, all the krill are like flying past or the plankton or whatever. It's like run away, and the whale comes up. <laughs> That's kind of what it's like. That's what I'm imagining in my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
that's pretty funny. It's good. Um, so, as, as one of the few people, like, I'm pretty much, I, I've been the only one that's been like, I'm excited. Mm. I, I've gotten less and less excited for uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> but I, I'm still, like, interested. Oh my god. My voice, please. I'm still interested in getting it. But, uh, I'm really going to base a lot of my decisions on the streams that are going to be happening of mm. Fallout 76 for, like, the next day or two. For yeah. sure. Because, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's a weird idea. Like, they've, they've only tried one other, like, multiplayer game realistically and that's elder scrolls online mm -hmm. and like i know danny you played a lot but at yeah. the start it was a flop it was just kind of like nobody really played it the people that did play it they weren't really like super into it so i don't know i'm curious it's more so for me i'm curious if they fix their mistakes or not yeah like, that's realistically what i'm thinking which we can talk about uh in just real quick um Zenimax did do ESO, but Zenimax and Bethesda are like this. You know, they're they're really close. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I just had a thought. Um, shoot, well, I just had a thought. <laughs> Talking about oh yeah, the hype train and stuff like that, and um, right. what Bethesda was saying that they announced that like. It's going to be buggy. And I just like in my mind, I had the most ironic. No, really? <laughs> Bethesda oh, putting out a game with bugs. What? <laughs> like that's how many, yeah. how many times? Have it's almost like that's what every single one is. Yeah. Almost. It's almost. how many times have you reiterated Skyrim and it still has bugs? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. How much work did you do on Fallout 4 and it still had bugs? Like nobody nobody thought about Fallout 76 not having bugs. And you don't right. Bethesda, it's expected of you to have bugs now. It doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and it doesn't mean you should try to like pretend that there's not going to be bugs in your game. Oh, but man. just don't be like, guys, forgive us. We're gonna have bugs in our game. <laughs> no, Todd Howard. You should say, we're gonna have bugs in our game. We're gonna try to iron them out, and you guys should hold us accountable. But no. <laughs> Sorry, just a yeah. rant. I'm just like, yeah, no. No, that's honestly that's a totally fair rant. <laughs> I, I kind of completely agree. Like, it's not like we're not expecting that. One, you expect it with a multiplayer game, and two, it's Bethesda. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, come, come on. Really? Yeah, I'm just like, as long as you guys just really actually try to fix the bugs. Yeah. Instead yeah, of if they like, instead if of they make it work, then I'll be content. Instead of just pulling a Skyrim and letting all of these bugs just run rampant through all of your iterations from the PSVR mm. to the Switch yeah. to the multiple versions on the PC, Xbone, PS3, 4. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Sorry, like, just <laughs> I don't no, unleash I had to unleash the wrath. I thought it was the dumbest thing. It's, no, I, I completely agree. Hundred percent. It's, it's almost as dumb as I'm saying that this game was gonna last forever until the heat death of the universe. That, okay. That that's the kind of thing that I hate. So you hate apologizing. I hate when like people way oversell something, like beyond like let's be real here the game itself technically can't exist forever there's no way in hell the player base is <laughs> no that's just not a thing that's not gonna happen but like 
man, I don't know. That that's like the I, one thing that's like uh, the trigger warning for me <laughs> as a player. It's like that's what made me like when when they started talking No Man's Sky and it was all like, look at all the things that are gonna happen. I was like, this is such bullshit. Yeah, this uh, is like the biggest lie. Um, uh, uh-uh. Matt, what were you gonna say there? Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. With like Red Dead coming out on uh, th- this Friday. Wow, it's coming up pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously with a Red Dead Online coming out, I don't know if they said a release date, but I yeah. I mean, with with all the multiplayer games out there already, like you know, Overwatch, Call of Duty just came out. Uh, you still got Fortnite and PUBG and a hundred other ones. Um. Yeah. I I do wonder because you said about like the player base and that sort of thing. Um. Yeah. I, I unless it's got a a like really dedicated like fallout fan base which i think it some of it will probably be there it just depends yeah. how good that is and um with um you know gta online is, is still doing really well as well um mm-hmm. with kind of that being out there and reddit online what what that might, might do to uh fallout 76 so uh because yeah. that's obviously going to be pretty big as well the the red dead online stuff so um yeah there's like i said before too many games lots of competition so yeah yeah exactly um yeah i mean there is a dedicated currently there's a dedicated fallout fan base but the fallout fan base is like really divided about these like recent iterations of the game um and i and i am just kind of curious to see i mean i think people just need to look at this and not see a fallout game i think i've said this honestly i'm in the same boat i i don't think that as like anything close to fallout 3 or new vegas in the slightest yeah it is nothing like that and i don't expect it to be something like that especially if you're making a multiplayer game Mm -hmm. yeah i just think that's something like people kind of need to like temper their expectations um Mm -hmm. you know and look at it as like a different experience in the fallout world um that's mm. that's my only thing. Like I think that's just one of those things. People are I, I I say this every time we talk about Fallout seventy six. Just temper your expectations. Yeah. Because I think yeah. I, especially Fallout fans they get themselves way too worked up over. Mm-hmm. Um. They yeah they just kind of get yeah. themselves whipped up into a fervor and then they just just get disappointed. And I think Bethesda has a lot to do with that. Bethesda yeah. and their PR oh, yeah. and their marketing really need to kind of like <laughs> temper expectations. Todd Howard should yeah. come out with his big dick energy like he does and just be like, this is nah. going <laughs> to no, be the greatest game and it's going to last until the heat death of the universe. You just wait and see. Nope. Yeah. Can't do that. Todd Howard's life. <laughs> yeah do you do you bow before <laughs> the statue of todd howard praise unto the todd howard <laughs> oh thank you todd oh, howard thank you for this game thank you for life itself oh man yeah that's just one of those things to me people just need to temper their expectation with this game uh, yeah i say that every time yeah. i say it way too often i'm sure i'm sure people are tired of hearing me say it but yeah um because realistically i don't think it's gonna be like a bad game no i just don't think it's gonna be like i I don't think it's gonna be fallout it's not gonna be red dead so (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly Um, but i am i am excited for like the base building aspect and like the there is like a horde mode where like you can like um where you will like fight off hordes from your base um Mm -hmm. 
one of my favorite things to do like in Minecraft was to like have teams and like build forts and like you know one one yeah. one team will do like siege one team team will do the other it'd be nice if they made stuff like that or if they made that more possible with this um and we've talked about it before but just let players have their own fun like give as many opportunities you know for players to have fun with uh and make their own fun um you don't necessarily have to jam pack it have plenty of content yes have plenty of content but you don't have to mm -hmm. like just focus on like stories and stuff like that like allow play you know allow enough mechanics for players to make their own fun make their own game yeah. modes because that's part of the fun of like open world games is especially mm -hmm. multiplayer games you know minecraft rust any of those games like that where people can like yeah design absolutely. their own stuff yeah that's the yeah. best best part of those games in my opinion um so yeah anything else that we want to talk about or anything else you guys want to mention about fallout 76 I think I think we pretty much covered it. That's yep. mm -hmm. same stuff we've been repeating, basically. Yeah. yeah. You guys satisfied? <laughs> you satisfied? We good? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, right. I'm good. Um, so I know it's getting late over there for Matt, so let's wrap this up for him. Uh, Matt, where can people find you, and what are they going to find when they get there? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org is, is the name of the website. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter... Uh, it's at eTalkUK. Um, we're covering, you know, it's the it's the holiday season. A bunch of stuff comes out because because it always does, and nothing moves to the summer where nothing comes out. Uh, we're we're covering. Uh, actually, we got The Walking Dead uh, tomorrow. That's uh, still going for its ninth season. Um, so that's kind of interesting. The, the show's on a on a bit on a bit of a downslide, and it's it's been on that kind of downslide for the last couple of years. But um, we're we're kind of seeing out one of the one of the main characters is on his way out. Uh, uh, who's leaving at the moment, um, which is apparently in a couple of episodes. I won't spoil exactly who it is. I mean, it is kind of uh, public knowledge, but uh, I won't spoil it in here. Um, but me and David do that. Um, speaking of like video games, me and Robert, uh, who is my co-host, who's I think he, yeah he was streaming Fallout 76 tonight, the, the beta for that. Um, he's been my kind of long-term uh, random gaming talk host. That's the name of our, our podcast, uh, which has been running for quite some time. So that's been some fun. Um, Yes, yeah, so that's been pretty good. Uh, we're doing. Did I say the good place? Yeah, we're doing the good place for for season three. That that's been some fun. It's one one of the best, or in my opinion, one of the best comedies uh, on TV at the moment. Like I said, there's just a whole bunch of stuff on it right now. Um, I recently saw. Um, was it the Halloween film that the like the 2018 sort of soft reboot? Oh yeah. Uh, with Michael oh, yeah. Myers, so that was some fun. Yeah, that that that, that was pretty good. Um, okay. and and I and I was like new to the franchise and stuff, and I, I'm at that kind of like age where i'm getting more into horror and slashes and that kind of thing so i'm trying to sort of see kind of what's out there and stuff um but no i'm new to the franchise and i was kind of like stepping stepping into there for, for the first sort of time um but that that was some fun um yeah that's yeah and the uh the you know the cw uh dc shows like arrow and stuff uh th those have kind of recently come back um we, we do those more in like chunks we don't do them every single episode uh we sort of do them like once every five weeks or so uh, and you've got the crossover, which is um, coming up soon, the Elseworlds one, which has had a bunch of uh, pictures come out. I think they've been filming it in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they got like a whole bunch of all their cast from all the most of the shows uh, who were coming out. So that should be some fun. Um, yeah, so a bunch of stuff that we're doing. Um, and yeah, we recently made uh, like the inv individual podcast feeds for, for some of those shows. I'm still in the process of updating those. 
Um, but yeah, we, we've had some really, really good fun doing doing those podcasts uh, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Right on, dude. Awesome. Solid. So go find him there. Just uh, say it one more time for people who maybe didn't catch it. Uh, where can, uh, where can they find all that stuff? Entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, and then again, if you want to chat on Twitter, that's at uh, eTalkUK. So, yeah. All right. Go check out Matt at those locations. Um, Ren, what's coming up with you? Uh, and where oh, can people man. find all your stuff? Oh, man. So, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ren147. I'm a streamer. Uh, I don't really know what I'm playing tonight. I'm not sure, to be completely honest. Um, I didn't realize the uh, Fallout 76 beta was getting released tonight. So, I wanted to see gameplay of it, but that might not happen. Feels bad. Uh, <laughs> but I might play either some DVD or maybe some Dead Cells. We'll see. That's going to be happening at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so in about like 30-ish minutes. That's pretty much when that's happening. But yeah, that's that's it for me. There's not much to say. Awesome. Uh, coming up on my channel, first thing, if you are wanting to enter the writing competition for Halloween, for my channel on Halloween, you need to be in by the 25th. I haven't had that many submissions, so I might extend the deadline, but don't let that might you know, change your mind on entering. <laughs> Get your story in as soon as possible. Five to ten pages is all you need to write for this. Winner gets a $20 Steam gift card. So if you've been eyeing a horror game, write me a story so I can read it on my birthday. You know, Halloween. Let's do it. Um, coming up on my channel, probably some more Ring of Elysium uh, this week. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons on um, Sunday. Uh, podcast feed will be updated either tomorrow or Thursday, kind of depending on when Twitch will let me download stuff. It's been kind of funky and weird. Um, other than that, find the podcast at NTN Pod uh, on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. So go find it uh, there. Other than that, anything else, guys? No, I think it's, that's it's do it. kind of it's kind of interesting. Spotify have started doing a. Uh podcast stuff as well because they're mostly known as like you know the the streaming uh music service with like their their shuffle mm. setting and stuff um so yeah it's interesting that they're getting more into into uh podcasts and stuff M mine are on there as well um it's it's actually pretty easy to to submit um you, yeah you just sign up on spotify uh i think you go to like spotify and submit podcasts and stuff yeah. and you can do uh more than one feed per account yeah. uh, which is pretty good my host um, yeah i hosted it, it automatically which was nice Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because about, I think, like a week after or so, I submitted them all. The my the, the person I do uh, host podcasts with, they're like, hey, you can submit these to Spotify. I was like, oh, I already did it, but uh, never mind. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, guys, thank you for watching um, and listening, and we will see you guys again next week. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye, you very guys. Much for me. Yeah, Goodbye. thank you, Matt. Bye. Mm -hmm.